Well, I'm going to find out about that day. But I'll step across the this uh, river of death, land over on that other shore, greet all the loved ones that's gone before, the ones Brother Doris read out and others that have basked in the sunlight of God's eternal love. Just as sure as we're here today, we're going to leave here. There's not a one of you going to stay here forever. None of us. We're going to leave here. That is one of the facts. And another fact is to follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. You must have it. He said, abstain from all appearance of evil and the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray God your whole spirit soul and body be preserved under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. I ask the saints of God to pray that God's word will have right away here today. When I got sanctified we didn't used to have Sunday school before uh, we'd had Sunday afternoon meetings. We were in evangelistic and our regular services is uh, Wednesday night, Friday night, Sunday afternoon, and Sunday night are our regular appointments. That was the regular announcement. That's the kind of service we had. And we did not have Sunday school. And I did. I was re- uh, reared in a home that read the Bible, and I uh, heard what they read. I listened at their talks, and I had a skill in my heart. But to know from the Bible yeah. that this was the truth, that what sanctified people was talking about was a fact. I did not know that. But when I got sanctified, I was a child, you know, and I stuck my nose in this Bible, and I didn't just read the verse now and then, but I went to study that word, and for 55 years, I've made it a study. And it's been my life. And I want to tell you right now, sanctified people's got it straight from one end to the other. They don't miss it anywhere. No, they don't. A lot of the world says, well, I don't agree with this and I don't agree with that. Well, you better agree with the Bible. The Bible is our roadmap of our laws. Uh, an attorney, when he goes to present a case, he goes to the law books and he, he shows a book, chapter, and verse to support his claim. And the judge has to, the jury has to go by that. <laughs> this is the way bill from earth to heaven from Genesis to Revelation this is the word of God this is the King James version if you please people have no right to tamper with God's word this is God's word the holy men of God the word says spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost and the brother quoted out here the other night I have not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of the men what God has prepared for them that love him. And he said he's glad he, we didn't stop there. A lot of people stop right there and says that's, uh, not, that's for what's going over there. But the next verse, you better listen at it. It says, but God hath revealed it unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. What are they? They are foolishness.
Jesus under them. We can tell he knows them because they were spiritually deserved. I ask the saints of God to pray. This is the sword of the Spirit. The Bible says take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So that makes this a sword, don't it? Sword of the Spirit. But it might cut a little bit, but let's, let's listen at it. I've got a couple of verses in the last of the Bible. The last few verses of Revelations. For I testify that every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, uh, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. I don't know how many of you read those plagues. I think it's about ten of them. And they were down in the land of Egypt, you know. And, and uh, the Lord sent down plague of lice, turned the dust, all the dust, into lice. Sent plagues of frogs. They just, the whole land was full of it. They jumped in their kneading troughs with them making bread. Uh, it was a terrible plague. I could go on with all the plagues, but I'm going to try to, try not to be too lengthy. But he played the firstborn in every house. That was a plague. From the king to the pauper. All the cattle, right. the firstborn of every one of them, there was a death in the family. Uh, Folks, you want that kind of plagues? No. This says, he'll add the plagues if we add unto the words of this prophecy. You want to listen what the word says. And what the Bible says, we're going to live by it and make it to heaven, or we're going to live by it and go to torment, one or the other, by the word of God. And if any man shall take away from the words of the prophecy of this book, God shall take away his part, not part of him, but his part, out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things that are written in this book. So we don't want to begin to take away from it, do we? We don't want to take away from it. Well, I tell you folks, the word of God is perfect. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a subject that is controversial throughout our land and country. There's people that's looking for the Lord to come back as the natural man. Set and be a natural man. And there's people that says they're premillennials. That means that the Lord's going to come first. And then all this is going to happen is postmillennials. That looks like it's going to come, you know, after Christ comes in, the graves are going to open and all these things. But I'm going to talk to you about the Bible and you better believe it. You better believe it. In the 14th chapter of St. John, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. That's a definite promise from God himself. Jesus himself said, I'll come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. We'll clear that up by the word of God. We'll, clear that. we'll read that to you by the word of God. Uh, let me see. I've got another one over here about uh, Revelations, if I could find it right quick. 
what does it say here? Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And also, uh, they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, come Lord Jesus. These are promises of a return. When he was here on the earth, he said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Reading in the, again on down into the 14th chapter of St. John, it says, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thee, show us the Father? Believest not thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. This is Jesus' own word. It's in red letters in the Bible. All right, I'm going to read it on further. If you love me, keep my commandments up. I'm skipping around so I won't take so much time. I'll have to read the whole thing. It's so pretty. It's so good. And let me tell you something. The Bible is the truth. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is the truth. There is no contradiction in the truth. When you tell the truth, the next time you tell it, it'll be the same thing. If, you, if I contradict one thing I say and say something else, I haven't told the truth one place or the other. But this is the truth from one end to the other. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, even know him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and what shall be in you? I'll come again. Where's it going to be? Yeah. All right. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That's right. That's all. He was the comfort. Yeah, that's right. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. These three are one. They're not separately subsisting. They are, you can't have the Father without the Son. You can't have the Son without the Holy Ghost. That's right. But you've got, you, when you get one, you get them all. Difference in... It was to his Son that God said, Let us make man. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. They were all made by him. All right. 
I want everybody to catch this 19th verse that I'm going to read of the 14th chapter of St. John. Listen closely. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. Do you believe the Bible? Everybody got kind of flat, didn't they? All right. In the fifth chapter of Second Corinthians, the sixteenth verse. Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Do you believe that? How is it, he said, that uh, you'll manifest yourself unto us and not in the world? How does it The world don't, uh, and we won't see him after the flesh no more. When Christ rose from the dead, he had a glorified body. He had, on the way to Emmaus, uh, some of the disciples that had been with him all the time knew him as good as I know Brother Denny here as we walk around day by day. And as they walked along, uh, after he rose from the dead, their eyes were holding that they should not know him. He had a glorified body. They would be in a room and the doors being shut. He appeared right among them. He was a spiritual body. God gave him a body as it pleased him. Get on down here now. But ye see, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am not, if I am in my Father. And ye in me, and I in you. Oh my! We got him on the other side. No, you're not. Your body is a temple for the living God. If any man defile the temple of God, him will God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. You've got to have a holy temple for him to live in. Henceforth will we no man after the flesh. There though we have known Christ after the flesh. Yet henceforth know we him no more. How is it you're going to manifest yourself to us out of the world? Me and the Father will come. That's the Lord. And we'll take our bold with us. When did this happen? When the day of Pentecost was fully come. They were in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they were, yes, sir. Uh, they all began to speak without the tongues as the Spirit gave their body. I'm glad for a good new tongue that we've got a hold of. All right. I'm going to try to not take too much of your time. Judas asked him, saith unto him, not a spirit, not Judas' spirit, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? got to know about this. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. And my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. The word which you hear is not mine, 
but the Father which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he'll teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. We have got the, the real article, folks. We've got him while he was on the earth, just the ones that could get around him where he was the one he kept. While I was with them in the world, I kept them. His presence was the, the keeping power, and he did keep them. And while they fought around with him, but he was going to be taken away. He couldn't be in a hundred places at one time as a physical man. No way. But he fixed it where he can be everywhere at one time. Right. So, get a little bit ahead of it, but in the last of the ninth chapter of Hebrews. That's right. I, I, I like to quote scripture, but I just like I like to read it. Don't you all like to read, be read it right out of the Bible? Yeah. You all just have a little patience now. It says. For not yet that he should offer himself often as a high priest entered into the holy place every year for the blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now, once in the end of the world. When is the end of the world? Now, once in the end of the world, hath he appeared. To put away sin by the sacrifice of himself, and as it is appointed unto man, once to die, but after this the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. That's right. This is the only place in the Bible that it says second time. Second time. People that are the second time. Do you have salvation? God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation. How? Through sanctification of the Spirit. What I believe in the truth. That's how you get salvation. So then that look for it. Will he appear the second time without sin under salvation? I'm dead I look for him. I lifted up my hand for my redemption God. I lifted up my hands. I was praying. I've been on my knees, you know. I've been praying. My knees was tired. It was distracted me from my attention toward God. So I got up on my feet. I prayed with my hands up. But I began to call on God. I was praying. Brother Ray was singing a good old hymn. I was standing there with my hands up. I thought, the Lord opened the windows of heaven. And what did he do? He moved in. Bless the Lord. What a wonderful change in my life has been
That's right. Bless the Lord. God yes, he is. He is a spirit. That's right. And they that worship him must Bless worship him in spirit and in truth. That's right. The prophecy came not in time. All time I will remember. Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That's right. Thank the Lord for his Holy Spirit. That's right. Bless the Lord. Everybody can have it. That's Unless right. you're born you of a spirit, you're a lost person. Right. People right. talking about I'm a born-again child of God. I've heard it ever since President Carter was there. He calls himself a, uh, he called himself a born-again Christian. But you know what my Bible says? He that is born of God does not commit sin. Now the Bible says that. That's the truth. But it all it says. He says, He that sitteth hath not seen God, That's right. nor neither known Him. That's right. Bless the, the Lord. Bless the Lord. Yeah. Have not seen Him, neither known Him. That's right. Well, you say, well, so and so, he belongs to this church and that church and the other, and he preached a good sermon. You never heard such a song. Folks, a poor person can't preach a good sermon for living in sin. He's not in touch. He's not in touch with the powerhouse of God. Anybody that can read the Bible, it sounds good. The Bible does. We can always sanction the Bible. It is the truth. All right, the 24th chapter of Matthew. Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all of these things? Verily I say unto you, That's right. There shall not be left here one stone upon another, which shall not be thrown down. Now, I, I, I have written an article on this, and I'm not going into every detail of this. It takes too long. But I have written an article on the second coming of Christ, and I go into all of this. He said unto, upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these yeah, things be? Yeah, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming? Yeah. And the end of the world. Now there's several things about the end of the world. When we get sanctified, it's supposed to be the end of our worldliness. That's right. Right. Is that right? That's right. It's supposed to be the end of worldliness. But you know, people were looking for a new dispensation. Now back there, Abraham was before Moses. And then here come Moses. We're looking forward. He was the lawgiver. And here come another one, uh, the prophets. They all was a prophesied. And they were pointing to another day. That's right. They were talking about the uh, end of the world. Let me, let me. Call it the last day. Let me. I, I, you know, I, I, I get this all together here by mine. All right. Almighty quiet people. And I heard the man clothed, this is the last chapter of Daniel. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever that it shall be for a time, times and a half, when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people. All these things shall be finished. And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? That's and he right. said, Go thy way, Daniel, thy for thy way. words That's are closed right. up right. and sealed unto the time of the end. That's right. Not the end of time. People get it backwards. The time of the end. That's right. 
Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. That's right. He's hid it from the wise and prudent and revealed it unto babes. You can go to every seminary and every college under every uh, center professor that you can get a hold of, and you'll never understand the Word of God. He hid it from the wise and prudent, and he revealed it unto babes in Christ. But the wise shall understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate, oh, let me see the abomination of desolation. You read about it. All right, let's see what it says about the abomination of desolation over here. I can get a hold of it. Find my find it right quick. But he says, when you shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Well, when I read that, you know, I I, I read uh, the twenty-fourth chapter of Matthew for years and years and years before I ever got the real understanding of what he was talking about. And I said, when I read this, I said, well, if it's, if it's spoken by Daniel, I ought to be able to turn over in Daniel right, yeah. and read what he said. That's it right. was spoken of by Daniel right, the prophet. Right. Yeah. So I was going to find out what he was talking about. So I turned over here in, uh, in Daniel. And I was going to read several places in Daniel. From the day time the daily sacrifice shall be taken away. Yes. Now listen. The blood of bulls and goats the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctified to the purifying of the flesh. On the outside. It did not reach the heart. That's what the sacrifices do. And those sacrifices become a stink in God's nostrils. The Bible says it did. And it become abomination to it. It no longer atones. That no right. priest that went in there by the blood of bulls and goats which he offered for his own sinful self and for the heirs of the people. That's right. When he went in there to offer himself, offer this sacrifice for, for he offered a sacrifice first for himself because he was a sinner. And then for the heirs of the people. That's right. The blood of bulls and the goats failed to atone. That's right. He could not purify the heart. But he said, how much more? Tell the blood of Jesus. You know, purge your conscience conscience from dead works to serve the living God. He said he couldn't make him perfect as pertaining to the conscience. He couldn't reach the conscience. Everything he did, as the brother said about it, washing the water the other night, why, you can just get water all over you and wash the outside and... Brother Ray tells us about the, the, the hog, you know, that you can take him out of the mire and scrub him with soap and clean him all up and put a ribbon on his tail and powder him and everything else, but you turn him loose uh, and it goes to a good old mud hole and he'll be right in the middle of that. Because that's his nature. You have to have your nature changed. You have to be born of God. Born into the kingdom of God. Yeah, first you have to die. I, you know what the Apostle Paul says? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. 
I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. All right, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get some, some ninth scriptures. That was the time of the end we were talking about. But it's, it's abomination of desolation. Spoken of by Daniel the prophet. I'm, I'm going to read some more about it. In the ninth chapter of Daniel, at the beginning of thy supplication, and, at, and the commandment came forth and I am come to thee to shew thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon the holy city to finish transgression. I can give you a, a good long talk on that, but I'm going to postpone that. To finish the transgressions. People can talk about things under the Old Testament dispensation that people did that we couldn't do now. They could kill back under there. They could didn't little David take a little slingshot and kill the giant and cut his head off? You better not do that now. But we our welfare is spiritual. Now anyhow we won't go on to that but to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins. Make an, end of sin, right. make an end of sin and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness right. and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. That's right. Now he's talking about a prophecy. Daniel is prophesying of the time that Christ is going to come in the world. That's right. The purpose yeah. of his coming, what he's coming for. Right. And let me tell you, every prophet, every figure pointing to Christ, uh, he fulfilled all of it. Yes, he did. That's right. They took him out there and then says, uh, when they uh, laid him in the supper, he said he fulfilled all. Thirteenth chapter of Acts and the 29th verse, if you want to read it. Uh, all right. Let me get on with this. Folks, it's so pretty, it's so good. You know, I feel good. Yeah, that's the Lord. It's no longer I that do it, but Christ that lives it. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. How many people here has got Christ in their heart? Yeah, that's the Lord. Are you still looking for him? On the inside. All right. If you got him, you sure ought not to be looking for him. All right. No, know therefore and understand. You want to understand something? Come on now. Let's know something. That from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troubled times. And after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off. Yeah, that's right. Is this prophesying of Christ? That's right. Messiah. Yes. This Messiah Christ? Yes. He is a Messiah. That's right. Christ is who we're talking about. Because this is a prophecy of when he's coming, of what he was going to do, going to make an end of sin. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And he shall confirm, let's see. After three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off. 
Was he cut off? But not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city of the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause a sacrifice and oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate. The abomination of desolation. And I'm reading it from Daniel the prophet. Even unto the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the people. Times are getting away, but you'll have to admit they give you a late start. <laughs> now, didn't it? Now, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Give me a late start. Huh? All right. I'm going to take my time right here now. Don't get me excited. I know thy works. This is Revelation. That thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, I counsel thee, to buy of me gold, tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with thy salve, that thou mayest see. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. When you get this, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. Right. And sup with him and he with me. Right. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and sit down with my father in his throne. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. How many people would like to have Jesus to come into your heart? How many people here feel him standing at the door and knock? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man would hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and sup with him and he with me. Would you like to have him come into your heart and life? How many people in this house desires an interest in sanctified people's prayers? Let's see you raise your hand. Lord bless. Lord bless. Lord bless. Uh, uh, sanctified people are a praying people. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it did not rain on the earth for the space of three years and six months, and he prayed again, and it rained. He was a man just like we are. God hears prayer. God hears prayer. At midnight when Paul and Silas were in the jailhouse, and uh, they began to sing and pray in the middle of the night. The jailhouse doors were open. Folks, uh, saints of God are praying people. Right. And we're going to sing a song of invitation. And everybody stand. And everybody that feels the need of prayer, when you come up and kneel here, it was, uh, everybody stand.